Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. On the Service Master by Cornerstone phone line, it is Chris Harrington. He joins me now. Chris, what are we listening to? It's uh, Maps by Yeah Yeah Yes. Lead singer Karen O. Born on this day in 1978. All right, so uh, we just got an update on the uh, injury report. Uh, first update was yesterday when instead of being out, John Morant was doubtful for tonight, and now he is questionable for tonight. What is what is your sense of what these uh, different uh, uh, delineations mean, Chris? I mean, historically, it's not 100%, but historically for the Grizzlies, doubtful means they will not play, and questionable means they will. It's a game time, questionable is game time decision. It's a, you know, it's, it is essentially we intend to play unless we, 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 you know, you know, have a meeting of the minds, you know, right after your pregame shoot around and we decide, eh, maybe not. It's so the, the default is probably that he'll play. Well, that's a hopeful thing. That's, uh, uh nice to see. And, uh, and if not tonight, it, it feels even that much more likely that he will play Friday against New Orleans. Tonight it is the rampaging Sacramento Kings winner of six straight uh, and with a absolutely incandescent offense, right? I mean, they're, they're, they're one of the best offensive teams in the league so far. Uh, they're the best offensive team in the league uh, as of today. These things change every day, but as of this morning, they are ranked first offensively in terms of points per possession in the league. And they have scored 130 plus three games in a row, all in regulation, and they're really humming right now. Why? Um, they've got a good hub offensively in terms of the Aaron Fox and Demontis Sabonis. The Aaron Fox, one of the quickest, uh, most explosive point guards in the league. Um, Demontis Sabonis, like a really great sort of high post screen setter, passer, board crasher, like a good big man who can do a lot of things offensively and can score in his own. And then they've surrounded that, which is shooting everywhere. And so the guys are shooting really well right now. So they've got, you know, none of them are stars, but, you know, Harrison Barnes plus Malik Monk plus Kevin Herter right. plus the rookie Keegan Murray plus Terrence Davis. Like all these guys are shooting 40% from three. So you combine that sort of Fox Sabonis sort of fulcrum, which is shooting everywhere. And that's, you know, they play fast, they shoot well, and there you go. What do you think of their uh, likelihood? To make at least the playing game this year, I, I mean, I was, I, I feel you great. Predicted about it. It. I, I predict, I predicted it before the season. That's, you know, I mean, you win some, you lose some, but that's right. one of the. And in terms of the team predictions, I make, I made predictions for all thirty teams. That's the one I was probably did the best on with Sacramento. I, I, I predicted them to be a top ten offense. I predicted them to win forty games, to finish above the Lakers, and be in the play in. 
and I think at a minimum they're going to do all those things. Uh, also horrific defensively, Mike Brown, known as yep. a very good defensive coach, is that just a product of the the, the roster they have? Yeah, or, that, that's yeah. the personnel. They they have a bottom bottom of the barrel. It's sort of the the, the other side of the coin of their good offensive right. talent is they don't have good defensive talent. Um, and to me, the question with them was, I, I wrote before the season they were going to be a top ten offense, and the question was going to be, can Mike Brown's coaching push them more towards twenty than thirty on defense? Right, right. Like, you know, and and so far the answer is not quite. They're twenty seventh as of this morning. I did look at that. Um, and so, but they're first on offense, right? So instead of like being eighth on offense and and whatever, they're first on offense. So the offense is really sort of carrying the defense along. But yeah, they're they are the most. I don't know if they're the most extreme team in the league, but they probably are in terms of the tilt, you know, one side of the court to the other. All right, so you wrote uh, a piece. We talked about it yesterday. It's up at About the, how the Grizzlies were going to survive the day <laughs> right. potentially weeks ahead without John Moran and Desmond Bain. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but but you know what? The, uh, the, 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 it went up yesterday, uh, and, uh, and, and parts of it are highly relevant, which is how good defensively they can be with – Ja and Dylan, and we will see some of that tonight. I was interested um, that when they are on the court uh, together, when Brooks and Jaron have been on the court together, according to your piece, they uh, are fabulous defensively. Uh, like ninety, they uh, this year ninety four point nine points per hundred. Last year one hundred one point eight per hundred. Both would have been first in the NBA. Yeah, this year at this point is 36 minutes, and that's right. why I included the the last year. Like, 36 minutes doesn't mean much, but last season, and I say the sample last season is not huge because Dylan missed so many games, right. but it was you know, close to 600 minutes, so it's meaningful. Um, the Grizzlies have a, have a history of being really good defensively when they have those two players on the floor now, and, like, it, it doesn't seem, it's not accidental to me. I mean, you had the same effect the year before and I wrote about this at the time, when you had Dylan Brooks and Kyle Anderson together on the floor. And to me, Jaron is like the bigger, better Kyle in this, in, this, in this respect. And so the dynamic is you have one guy who is an on-ball defender who's going to guard the other team's best scorer 90% of the time, no matter what position they play. Right. And then you have an elite help defender behind him cleaning stuff up. You know, in terms of getting steals, getting blocks, getting deflections, rotating, and sort of – and so that dynamic – if you put three like competent NBA players with them, like you're probably going to be pretty good defensively. If you have those two players as sort of your foundation of a team defense, and so to me, what what was true two years ago with with Dylan Brooks and Kyle Anderson, it's no surprise that it's even more true with Dylan Brooks and Jaron Jackson. I'm curious, and as I was thinking about that stat, when Brooks and Jaron are on the court, this is what you allow per hundred. It would have been first in the league. It's a little bit. I mean that that's true, and it is, and it is, uh, and it's revealing. It's also possible you're not, you're not playing them together forty eight minutes every well, night, and so you're also and like you're that. also not comparing it. You're comparing against other teams, whole teams, and not what whatever. Pick another the best two defenders of another. The Celtics right. are on that's the right. court at the same time, right? They might that's, not. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, but still, it it it, it so is. It's not like, I'm not saying the Grizzlies are going to have the best defense no. in the league if these guys stay healthy. Um, if they stayed healthy and they played 48 minutes every night, they probably would. But like other teams aren't playing their two best defenders 48 minutes every night. But 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 I think it's the foundation. Right. It is. It will be the foundation for really good defense. Um. And so, Brooks takes De'Aaron Fox. It'll be interesting tonight. Uh. You know, it certainly be an interesting matchup. Um. 
tonight, and we'll see if 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 Ja is back or not. Um, one of the things you talked about in the piece or wrote about in the piece was Dylan. And this was curious. He is shooting 16.4 shots a game, which is an all-time high, and shooting 39% from the field, which is an all-time low, which is not either of those things what we wanted from him this year. No, not at all. And I, I originally was going to write more about that. I ended up scaling it back. and I was going to write a separate thing about that. I scaled it back yeah. and put it into the league. But, um, no. But, but to me, I'm more concerned about the field goal percentage than the attempts because the thing about the attempts is – if you if you break it up into the games he's played with Ja and Desmond both playing, the games he's played with only one of the two, and the games he's played with neither, it's a big discrepancy in terms of attempts. And so, you know, the two games he's played with both those guys on the bench, he's shot 26 times a game, which is ridiculous, but, like, who else is shooting? And Jaron, right. Jaron's been out, I think, both of those games, too. Um, the four games he's played with one of them in and one out, he's averaged, like, 18-19. But... The eight games he's played with John Desmond Bain both in the lineup, and I think most, if not all, of those eight games, yes, all eight games were without Jaron, too, he's averaged 13. So 13 attempts a game without Jaron, distant third in the pecking order, is what you want from Dylan Brooks. And so he's shown that he will slide into that role when the other players are there to push him down into it. The problem is that you would also hope that when you take fewer shots, you're also taking better shots playing off of, of Ja and Dez, thus you're making them at a higher percentage, and that is what has not been true. He's basically been a 40% shooter in all three of those segments. And what you want is for that shooting percentage to be go up higher in the right. games where he's taking fewer shots, and that is what has not happened. Uh, also, another thing that has not happened is um, Steve-O making free throws. Is that a problem? Yeah, it's rough. It's like historic. It, I mean, it's it is a small problem. I mean, he's not Shaquille O'Neal. You're not depending on him to like be your to be your go-to guy. Right. Um, I think it's a small problem because you're like leaving leaving points out there. I mean, if if you're if you're if you're sacrificing two or three points a game relative to him being an average big man free throw shooter, I mean, that's not nothing. Um, and and then in terms of late in games, it may maybe makes you even more susceptible to wanting to like take him off the floor late in close games because of the foul shooting. The thing I would look at, and I know sort of noted this, I, I haven't seen a lot of instances of it impacting what he wants to do on the floor because he's nervous about the free throw shooting. But there was one play in the Brooklyn game, and Brevin Knight even sort of pointed out, where it seemed like he had a pretty open put-back attempt and said he dished it off to Santi Aldama for a harder shot. Now, did he do that because he didn't want to go to the line? I don't know. But that's something I'd keep an eye on. It's certainly, it's certainly not good for your center to be shooting 23% from the line. It was uh, one of the particularly ridiculous things about the Charles Barkley uh, comments on job, which we haven't even talked about because they're so preposterous that whatever. I mean, you've referred before to this sort of sense of what do you want Ja to be, and he can be all things. Yeah, and, and that, that it's part, a real question, but it's sort of yes. a complicated question, and Barkley wasn't dealing with it in a complex right. way. Well, and, then, and, 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 and you knew – literally he went on to say, like, I think, for example, he could get more shots for Steven Adams. And you're like, right. that, right. come on, seriously. Like, that literally was the next sentence. And I'm like, okay, Charles, like, pay attention. I, it, it, He's a funny guy. Uh, and uh, and that's what he's there for. John Conchar has been, you wanted him to take more shots. Uh, Taylor Jenkins wanted him to take more threes. He is taking more threes, and he's making them at the same at the basically the same rate. Yes, good. John John Conchar's success story this year. 
Yeah, he was my player of the week for the past week. Um, played all three games, in, in which many people did not. Averaged something like, I don't know, 15, I don't remember, 15, 8, and 4, or something like that, with, with good good three-point shooting. And then I had a thing later about him, his, his corner three-point shooting, um, the, what I'm calling Conchar's corner now, he's shooting something like 50% from, from the corners, um, which is a good shot you know, for him in the offense as a role player. And that game against Oklahoma City in particular, job was really breaking down the defense and finding him and Aldama in the corner there. I, I, I was going to ask you, what do you call, the, what is the Marquet, I, this part thing, I've, what is the Marquet section of your uh, column that you do every week? Explain the background to that. Marquee. Marquee. K-E-Y. I'm sorry. Marquee. Yeah. The, but it's spelled differently. Were right? the, Go ahead. The Marquees were the were the, the precursors to Booker T and the MGs at Stacks. Um, instrumental group. And the first the first big hit or one of the first big hits that came out of Stacks was last night, an instrumental song by the Marquees. So that's, you know, tipping my hat to Memphis music history there. It's just, you know, obviously play on the word marquee. I gotcha. Um, so the marquee uh, player of the week, marquee matchup of the week. I got it. Uh, you can read that piece over at the Daily Memphian. It is up now. Thank you very much, Chris. Appreciate it. Thanks. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.